Welcome to the PCA Alumni Life Talk podcast, where we talk about life while encouraging and equipping you to live out the truth of God's Word. My name is Megan Rogers, and I'm the Director of Alumni Relations at Prestonwood Christian Academy. I'm hosting Life Talk with my friend and colleague at PCA, Dan Panetti. All right, welcome back to our PCA Alumni Life Talk podcast. Yay! And Dan, we are usually on our turf. We're usually on our campus. We bring people in, but there are sometimes people who are so special, (laughs) that are so incredible, that we 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 will travel thousands of miles thousands to go of visit miles. Them. Yeah, it was probably about 15 miles but, anyway, <laughs> um, but we will travel all the way up the tollway get off on lebanon come over to preston and be yes. at providence church to meet yeah. one of my favorite people mine too really mm. yes i love it my yeah. husband well, one of our favorite times. people then right pastor <laughs> yeah. afshin ziafat so afshin welcome to the podcast welcome to the podcast man thank you i'm honored to be on yeah, yeah. And we're we're in your humble abode offices yes, yes. and we, we just yeah. saw the plans for the new expansion of providence church which is super exciting yeah. for you yeah. that's awesome so people know as you're driving up preston road going north yeah you're just north of lebanon yeah. um the what, Land Rover Rain, dealership, yeah, Range Rover, Rover Land Rover, yeah. right there. Yeah. And then Providence Church sits right here, and mm-hmm. you guys are about to break ground and mm-hmm. to expand this thing. And I'm yeah. thrilled for you. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we are too. It's been, I mean, I've been here 11 years, and okay. we've had these five acres behind us all this time, and we're finally uh, leveling the land and, and starting to, uh, to build on it. All so right. we're excited. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Well, cool. the, reason, the reason we wanted to talk to you is a lot of our alumni know you from all the different things you've done a retreat um in the past at pca mm-hmm. you've done a bunch of chapels for us mm-hmm. um and so i it's just yep. you know we were thinking about just different people that our alumni need to hear from and i was like afshin they need to hear from afshin mm-hmm. again i love afshin um but tell us a little bit about just kind of where you are your family and just kind of you know how things are you and meredith have three kids kind of bring us up to speed on the life of afshin yeah um um you know uh after i was on staff at prestonwood uh church long time ago in 96 to 2000 and then left there and had an itinerant speaking ministry for about 13 years, travel around, preach at camps and conferences and stuff. Yeah. And you also and then, did some stuff in Baylor. Yeah, we did, did a thing. Vertical. vertical. Yeah, yes. we started Vertical uh, in 2009. It's still going. It's, yeah. it's going great. I'm, I'm still on the board of that ministry. Awesome. But um, wow. Yeah. And then, um, so in 2010, came to Providence and married Meredith. I met Meredith at Prestonwood, uh, but married her at, in 08. And then in 2010, we came to Providence and been here, uh, you know, 11 and a half or so years. Awesome. And we have three kids. Uh, Elise is nine and she's at PCA, uh, goes to the North Campus. Uh, and um, Ainsley is six and she's in kindergarten. Ooh. And then Isaac is three and he's in preschool. So, yeah. Aww. Now, just he did mention um, vertical at Baylor. Yeah. Yes. Let's just make sure that people know. You're not a Baylor guy. No, no, no. Because no. Afshin's one of the smartest people I know. Where, where did you go to college? Yeah, I went to the University of Texas. There you go. Dan yeah. Panetti would say that. Yeah, in Austin. And so, yeah, most yeah. of the alumni just turned us off right there. Yeah, no, yeah. But Meredith, my wife, went to Baylor, so I kind of married, in, I married oh, into that. But yeah. So, but they're yeah, huge you, Baylor people. Uh, oh, yeah. Is, they, oh yeah, oh yeah, they're big time. Yeah, so green and gold. Yeah. All right, so let's start talking about Tar alumni. Yeah. Um, what? words of wisdom, right? If you were sitting down and, you know, they were just listening and saying, uh, Afshin, um, you know, how do I do life well? 
Mm-hmm. What, what words of wisdom that you've gone through, right, that you've pulled out, you know, that you've lived out, that you've seen in the Word of God, what words of wisdom would you share with the alumni at the different stages of their life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's, to someone who's in college or university mm-hmm. that, that age, if you're in that life stage, I think, I think what I would say is you are setting a lot of the patterns for how you're going to do life um, really all from then on. So right. let me, to give examples, I mean, the friends I made at, at college uh, were the, are the ones that were in my wedding, yeah. are the ones that were there when, uh, you know, I, a loved one in my family died. They were by my side then. Uh, they're the ones that have been with me through thick and thin. It's not that the high school friends I don't, I don't ever talk to or, you know, friends after, but just something unique about that. And so I always say, Man, in college, it's really important to make sure, like, for instance, I knew if I had a friend who went to college with me and he just dated a girl and spent four years just with her, really honestly, and came out and has zero friendships like I do. And so some of the f- lifelong friends I made was there. And so that's why I would say, uh, even for that, but for your spiritual growth, most importantly, to be rooted into a campus, uh, to a church uh, on while you're at, at university is is critical, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times college students will spend the first three years like bouncing around uh, every once in a while going to church, and then finally like their senior year they get serious about a church. Yeah. And yeah. I just would say, man, uh, there's a lot of great churches, most likely where you're going to be at. Uh, pick one and and dive in yeah. and don't mm-hmm. bounce around, you know. And, um, and that's where you're going to make your lifelong friends. That's you know. So um, that's that's the first and foremost yeah. thing I would say. That's that's great wisdom. There are a lot of great churches, usually on college campuses, of course, unless you're in Austin. Um, there, no, there's some good ones now, too. There's one or two, so be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's, that's good. So getting plugged into a church, mm-hmm. um, young, right? Don't yeah. wait till you have, you're married and have kids, yeah. right? You want to get plugged into a church. What else do you need to be doing just kind of on a spiritual perspective, things that are important in growing your, your, yeah. your spiritual journey? That's good. I mean, I think, um, obviously, um, having a... Um, set aside time that's just untouchable, just like you have to schedule your classes. And uh, I'm talking to college age still, but I think it goes on obviously to singles and married life. But, you know, blocking out that time that you're going to have with the Lord and um, developing your your personal walk with Christ. I mean, you just, uh, like any relationship, if you don't devote time to it and and communication to it, it's not going to grow. And so, uh, to me, if I, I need a plan, I mean, and I'm not talking about just read the read the Bible through a year plan, which is a great thing if you want to do that. Sure. But I'm talking about, man, I'm, we're we're studying Luke at Providence, mm-hmm. and now we're preaching through it, and so everyone's got these Luke journals now, and spend time every day walking through uh, Luke, and so you know this is what I'm going to do for the spring, you right. know, and so I would say you you commit commit yourself to that time. Uh, also, by the way, to the university age, you know, you think you're so busy, and I'm just going to say uh, you're, you're, so you have true. so <laughs> much time. You think you have, uh, yeah. uh, wait, uh, you know. Wait till you get out. Wait till you get out. You have a job, and yeah. you have yeah. kids. married, and you have kids. And so and, oh, that's what I'm saying. The Amen. habits you start to, to put in there right. uh, are going to carry on. And one of them, I would say, is you're never going to have... Um, the opportunities to share the gospel hmm. with people from really all yeah, over, all over, it. yeah, That's right. like you do at a university campus. Right. And so I would say, you know, and almost like freedom to speak because, <laughs> I mean, you're there and 
uh, man, everyone is discussing ideas on the university campus. It's yep. it's a place like the Areopagus in Acts 17 where people were there just to to, to discuss uh, matters. And so I think you uh, you you start doing that. You yeah. share your faith. And man, if you don't know, if you if you're intimidated and you don't know the answer to a question someone asks you, you say I don't know, yeah. and then that causes you to go learn. That's right. And so let's I go say, look it up together. Yeah, <laughs> let's find the answer. Absolutely. I say do evangelism in your university years, man, yeah. because then. I just those habits will carry on uh, towards um, you know your. Be business. willing to talk yeah. about spiritual things. Be mm-hmm. willing to talk about God. Be willing to talk about what you've, right? What you just read in your quiet mm-hmm. time. What you just you know what God has taught you. Be mm-hmm. willing to share that with somebody else. And I know mm-hmm. we talk about you know sports all the time, right? Mm-hmm. People can talk about the Cowboys, to, you know, till the grass is. You know, <laughs> what about your spiritual life, mm-hmm. right? Be yeah. willing to have those conversations. So I think some mm-hmm. people get uncomfortable when we talk about evangelism, and I'm always like just. Talk about what God is talking to you about. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. Share, share that. And then as people get engaged in conversations, it, it'll be amazing when people know that you're a reference to and a connection to spiritual things, they'll ask you questions. Mm-hmm. So you, don't, yeah. you don't have to come up with stuff. People will ask you, hey, Afshin, I've got mm-hmm. you know this particular issue. What do you think about this? Hey, Afshin, I've got this particular mm-hmm. thing. You know, Give me some advice. And you'll be like, whoa. Yeah. So, yeah. Great Absolutely. opportunity. Yeah. 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 What about the next stage? When you graduate college, starting your job, things are busy. Right. They're busy. Mm-hmm. You got young couples, mm-hmm. um, right. and there's so many young couples that are just now starting their families. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be some good advice and wisdom that you could give to the young couple who might be having their first baby right now, or um, in that toddler stage, and just trying to stay connected? Yeah, um, life is messy. I would say, <laughs> and uh, a lot of times you're ju- there, there's going to be seasons where you're just surviving, mm-hmm. and um, you know. I always tell young families, and, and even if you get past the toddler age and they're like, you know, um, I don't know, it's elementary age, let's say, or whatever, uh, I, I just, you know, we have a family devotional time. And so people, like, assume I'm the pastor, so, man, it must be like the kids sit down Indian style, cross their legs, you know, just sure. all, and right. they got their Bibles, and they're, right. and they're listening, and, they're and they answer questions. No, yeah. I got one kid. Please, Daddy, open the Word of yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one kid, you know, swinging from the chandeliers, like one kid, like, you know, crawling all over. It's messy, but you just, you still do it. Yeah. You just do it, and you just, um, uh, you know, I, I had to learn uh you know, it's actually good for um, a speaker because you get used to like just being distracted. constantly distracted. <laughs> yeah. And so when you go and preach, like sometimes at my church, people will come up and say, did you hear that baby crying the whole time? I'm like, no, I didn't yeah. even hear because I'm so <laughs> trained now to just move forward. Absolutely. And so, yeah, um, I don't know if that's helpful, but I would just say know that there's times where things don't are, are not as um Plan, you can plan them the best you can, and they don't always go that way. But that's okay, you know. Um, I would say that that's the most important thing. I would also say in our day and age, like, man, maximize um, your time, like, present with people, mm-hmm. like your wife or your kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is just so easy to be so distracted mm-hmm. uh, with screen time. We're on our phone. It's like, have you noticed, like, if you're... If you go sit at a waiting room for like a doctor or whatever, mm-hmm. there's we used to just sit. Yes. We used to actually just sit and be like, all right, I'm going to think about something. Or maybe there's a magazine I'll look through. But I mean, I'm just sitting. Now it's like the moment I'm not doing anything, I'm scrolling through my social media or whatever. And so you, that carries into our life. And so, man, I would say 
maximize, first of all, your time with the Lord, but also your just be present mm-hmm. is one thing I would say to young couples. That's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, we talk to you know teenagers a lot about their screen time, but mm-hmm. it's parents as well. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, parents need to put is. their phones down, get off their screen time, but be present with each other as a couple, and then with your kids. I think that's a huge. You know, oh yeah, you go to restaurants, right? and yeah. I've seen like the entire family is yep. on a device, yep. like parents. And they're not talking to each other. Right. And so it's it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Anything um, you and Meredith did as far as a uh, family, young kids, um, just to kind of, you know, like develop your spiritual life individually? I, I think, you know, one of the things is, you know, you've got the idea of I'm leading my family spiritually, mm-hmm. right? but you also have to have your own personal individual spiritual life as well. So, yeah, I mean, um, I, I think uh, where it goes best, and it's not always the best, is when my wife and I are going through a study together. Mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, you know, again, this is, we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's just when, when you, right now we have three, and there's days that we're just trying to survive. Yeah. But when it's going really well, you know, to get our kids down and get the first thing we do before we do clean the dishes and, you know, whatever, even turn on a show just to sit down and uh, have that time where we can just discuss and debrief our day, mm-hmm. what we read, and then even pray pray with each other. Um, I think fight for that because it's just you know really easy. You know, you the 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 praying with your spouse is is man. If there's one thing I would say that keep you know you heard the couple that prays together stays together. Yeah. I really believe, and I'm not just talking about divorce, but I'm just talking about even continuing to make that yeah. marriage um, just thrive. Uh, prayer is the first thing that goes out uh, the door, and that's when the marriage starts to deteriorate. And I, and I just say you fight for praying with your spouse. Mm. So. Yeah. That's what I would say. And then um, one other thing that just popped in my mind, this yeah. may not answer your question, but maybe helpful. One of the things I say to people, either right out of college, single, or maybe even y'all move to the married with kids and stuff, and wherever, is, man, worship uh, the God of the plan and don't worship the plan of God. Because okay. mm. a lot of times what we do is we're like, we're, we're, we're really seeking, what's next? What am I supposed to do? What am I... And uh, I tell people, man, the things that the Lord has revealed in his will is pretty clear. If you look at scripture, it's God's will that people would know him and, and turn to him. It's God's will that we would walk in the spirit, that we'd be thankful in all things. You know, I can go on, on that we abstain from sexual immorality, that we, there's a lot of places in scripture that literally says, this is God's will for you. Yes. You know what I mean? And I would say, what would it look like if the p- things that haven't been revealed, like the plan of like whom I'm going to marry, or are we the supposed to go into this job? And you know, and I'm not saying you never pray about those; those are important. But the things that you absolutely know mm-hmm. are are God's will. Right. We we don't even do. So I just say, man, you pursue God uh, and do those things that you know, and let mm-hmm. God reveal in His time the others. Yeah. So you know, delight yourself in the Lord, and He'll give you the desires of your heart. I think if you're like, man, I, f- I feel like I'm supposed to maybe marry this person or I feel like maybe I'm supposed to take this job, but you have, you're have you not doing this at all, the, the aligning in the Lord, yeah. then I think you might be be worried. Like, do I really, is this really from the God? From mm-hmm. God? But if you're really seeking the Lord and uh, investing in that relationship, then you can trust that, man, it's this what God's putting in my heart is probably from God. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And so if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I love how Proverbs also reminds you, like, wise counsel mm-hmm. is, is very important to have. 
right? You know, the, the plans of the you know of man are his own, right? But you know, wisdom and godly counsel mm-hmm. helps you understand and hear, right? Am I hearing from God, or mm-hmm. is that just what my heart desires? Sometimes, right? I need to kind of bounce this off some other godly people. Yeah, so building community and being involved in a good church and in a good you know, small group of other believers who are walking with the Lord, who are sensitive, right, to those things, I think is really Absolutely. And, and, you know, on that, like, two things. One, starts with God, obviously, Mm -hmm. time with God. David McKinley, remember him? Yes. So I remember he preached a sermon at Prestonwood once on Isaiah 30. Okay. And just rocked my world. And Isaiah 30, basically, the prophet says, Woe, so God's speaking through Isaiah, uh-huh. Woe to my people who make plans for their life without consulting me. Oh. And they go to Pharaoh in Egypt to ask the advice of Pharaoh in Egypt. Now, yeah. this isn't the counter wise counsel, because right. Scripture says right. wise counsel. But I'm saying, he's saying woe to the person who only goes to people and yep. never comes to me Amen. to make plans. Yep. And then in verse 18, I think it says, uh, but blessed are those who wait on the Lord. And that waiting isn't a passive. It's like a waiter waiting on a table, yes. like seeking to yeah. serve, like waiting on God. He'll hear a word in his ear saying, this is the way, turn in it, whether you turn to the right or the left. So I think like one, man, we, we don't make plans without consulting the Lord. But then two, to your point, Man, it's in community that your gifts are identified, yep. that you're calling. It was it was people, I wasn't in a vacuum that I decided to go be a preacher. Mm-hmm. It was like people affirming, hey, I think God's calling you to preach. Right. Or like if I ever were, was speaking at something, hey, I think you got a gift here. you know. Or, hey, you're going this road, are you sure? Because mm-hmm. I don't really see that in you. you know. And so I do think that... One, being you know, making sure you're, you know, making plans with the Lord, and then two, uh, making sure that you're in community because yeah. otherwise you're you're not getting those affirmations. Yeah. You know, yeah. wow. I think that's the one Absolutely. thing you know I, I learned through the whole COVID situation was just how isolation. Mm-hmm. Man was not meant to be alone. Um, just how mm-hmm. important community was, and and the gathering together of the saints, and and you know the network of other believers mm-hmm. is just so important uh, for young people. And I know it's a it's a difficult time, especially you know new kids. Right, somebody's always sick. Right, yes. it's, hard, it's hard to get to church, mm-hmm. um, and there's a million excuses, and, mm-hmm. and you know, and you don't know anybody else who's going anyway because you know, mm-hmm. so few people are actually going to church anymore. And I think those are things that you've got to make that commitment and say, mm-hmm. hey, we've we've got to one, right, seek the Lord, mm-hmm. right, but then we too, we got to be around you know godly mm-hmm. people as mm-hmm. well that, that can challenge and equip and, and mm-hmm. encourage us in our walk. And by the way, and I'm bouncing back and forth now on this podcast, so forgive me. But now I want to go back to um, just the the parents. Yeah. One of the things just hit me is, uh, man, the, one of the wisest counsels I heard is, man, at the end of the day, things are caught more than they're taught. Mm. And uh, yes. that has been something that I think I've realized. So I would say this to young uh, couples or yes. parents or Hebrews 13, 7 okay. says, remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God, consider the outcome of their way of life right. and imitate their faith. Right. Three things I heard there. What you speak, the way you live, and then your faith. Yeah. Okay, so what you speak, you speak the words of God to your children. You train them up in the way of the Lord. Make sure that, you know, and, and by the way, in Deuteronomy 6, it says, you know, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself, these should be on your heart and you teach them to your children as you go. It's not like... It says impress uh, them on your children. Yeah. Impress it means them. sustain them. Yes. Right? Like yes. It's going to be first, so... First, first yeah. it has to be on you. Intentional. But the, the, on yep. the teaching your children, it's like, so yes, you have the devotional time. Yeah. I think it's important. But it's 
it's also just staying aware of opportunities to point to the gospel. Right. It could be at a baseball game. At a baseball game. Driving there in the car. So many opportunities yep. that we just so it's it's being attuned to the spirit. Yes. And then um, so that's the word. Then your outcome will be way love. At the end of the day, at, your kids are watching, watching the way you, you live. Yes. All right. Yep. And then um, finally your faith. And I think that's like man, when things go bad, mm-hmm. where do you turn? That's good. Um, and when yeah. when suffering comes, does mom and dad do they turn to God or are they shaking their fist at God? Yeah. That ultimately is going to be what you pass on. Yeah. Um, so I would just really encourage uh, that whole things are caught more than they're taught. Amen. Yeah. Love that. Love it. Any uh, any podcast or book other than Life Talk? Uh, any <laughs> podcast or, or book that you've come come across recently that's kind of um, you know stirred up your spiritual walk? Would you recommend? Yeah, uh, man, there's so many. I mean, I, I would, I mean, I'm going to just name a classic. Yeah. I would just say, if you have not read Knowing God, oh, man. I mean, J.I. Yeah. Packer, just, I, I think that's a, a must for every believer to yeah. read that. And just... Um, it's a lot to bite but, off, though. It, yeah, I mean... It, it is. <laughs> it, yeah, you take yeah. it You take it in little chunks. Yes. Yeah. But it's a, so it's a great, it's a great one. Um, man, my podcast that I listen to are, are ones that just kind of keep me, um, you know, aware of, of the culture and what's okay. going on. And so, uh, I mean, this, you, I know you've probably heard of, but Al Mohler's mm-hmm. Briefing, yep. that's probably one of my favorites to go to. Nice. There's another one, uh, it's called The World and Everything in It. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. yeah. And that's a, that's one, they've actually come out here and done a, done a uh, interview with me before, but yeah. It. That's a, another great one. And both of those just kind of give a Christian perspective on what's going on. That's good. Uh, and I think it's a that's it's a, been a very helpful one. Yeah. Very. So. Awesome. Wow. Very yeah. good. Gosh, well, thank you so much for taking the time to sit with us and be here. And we're so grateful to have your family um, at the North Campus. And, Absolutely, yeah. um, The impact that you have made on so many of our students and our sure. alumni oh, um, really have come through. And... Um, we just really appreciate you. Well, thank and we support you, I'm, you I'm, and love you guys. I'm honored uh, to be on. Anytime I can help, Pre- Prestonwood is, you know, honestly where I got my start. Now I'm talking about the church, but, you know, obviously the school's a part of that too. And uh, it's where I got my start in ministry. So anytime I can Aww. be a blessing, I, I, I love it. So thank you. Thank you. Awesome. God bless you guys. Thank you for joining us today on Life Talk where we talk about life while encouraging and equipping you to live out the truth of God's word. Until next time, let your life talk.